Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Hey in Yuma. Daf Hey in Yuma. From the top of the page. In the Gemara, it said the last couple of words, my binai. What's the difference between, there's a machlokas here between Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Hanina, whether all the items that Hashem commanded to do at the Miluim, whether they were indispensable, whether they were ma'akiv or not. Ma'akiv means, is it indispensable? It holds it back. If you didn't do it, you didn't fulfill the commandment. So <coughs> Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Yochanan said everything that was commanded at the Miluim was ma'akiv, was indispensable. Now, he also, excuse me, said that not necessarily by Yom Kippur, because as we'll see, one of the things that was ma'akiv was the isolation, the quarantine that the Kohen Gadol had to go into. That was necessary by the Miluim, but Rabbi Yochanan says it wasn't necessarily on Yom Kippur. It wasn't necessarily on Yom Kippur, as we find that the backup Kohen, that they set aside for, as we saw back on that phase, the Mishnah, the backup Kohen Gadol that they said, he's a backup in case the Kohen Gadol got, becomes Tameh, he didn't go into isolation, and yet, if the Kohen Gadol did become Tameh, the backup guy could have taken his place, even though he wasn't in isolation. So by Yom Kippur wasn't, we learn at Yom Kippur from Milum, as we've discussed, but by the Milum, according to Bechon, it was Ma'akib, it was indispensable, he had to be in isolation, otherwise he couldn't do it. Whereas on Yom Kippur, it wasn't indispensable. So what that, as we'll see, that's one nafkamina. The Gemara is going to bring that up. But what are the other differences between if the, if you hold it the, by the miluim, it was indispensable, or by the miluim also it wasn't indispensable. If you didn't do it by the miluim, it was also okay. What are those differences? What differences? Are, again, Rabbi Yochanan says everything at the, that was commanded to do at the miluim was indispensable. And Rabbi Hanina says it wasn't indispensable. If you left it out, not the best. Not the best thing. You didn't. You didn't. Uh, you didn't uh, <clears throat> perform it with distinction. But uh, it's still. You're still yotze. So what are those differences? Might be now. What parts of the service of the avoda were would would be would be not indispensable according to Rabchanina? Am Rab Yosef. Here's one. Afkimin smicha. We know placing the hands on the uh, on the animal, p- placing your hands with force on the animal before the shechita. Uh, that's one ikimina. That's something. Lamanda makalakosa behind ma'akaben. Whatever, according to the one Rabbi Yochanan says, whatever it says by the milim had to be done. That had to be done. It was indispensable. It's ma'akiv and smicha also is ma'akiv. You had to do smicha, otherwise you weren't yotze. Lamanda merdevishayin ma'akiv doros. The one who holds no things that later on consecration was the first time that they ever did the avoda in the in the mishkan. But the things that later on for doros for generations, in other words, throughout history, after the first time things that would not be indispensable later on, as we see like smicha, ain't a ma'akiv. If it's not ma'akiv, ledoros, it's also, smicha also is not ma'akiv at the time of the miluim. The first time it also was not ma'akiv. Ledoros, how do we know, we've had this many times in Kachim, how do we know that smicha is not ma'akiv if you left out smicha? You know, you have to do shechita, kabbalah, chazrik, you have to do the various services, but but uh, if you didn't do the smicha, it's not ma'akiv. The tanya v'samach v'nirza. In the regular Karbonus, it talks about beginning of Eka, it says, do smicha, v'nirza, and then it will be acceptable. V'chi smicha makaparis, what do you mean? If just, if, if you didn't do smicha, it sounds like if you did smicha, then your carbon is accepted. Is smicha the one that atones? V'aloi in kapara l'bedam, like we've learned many times, shenem ki adam hu benefesh yichaper, the main part of kapara is sprinkling of the dam. Umatamam v'samach nirza, what is v'samach nirza? Shem osa l'smicha, shiar mitzvah. 
if you did it, meaning if you considered it like, you know, a leftover part of the mitzvah, you didn't do it properly, of the Pasuk considers it as if you didn't get a kapara, but they're still the keeper. In other words, like he says, you didn't do the mitzvah of an but you know, you, you got a B, you got a C, you, you, uh, you passed, you know. of it's as if you didn't really get, you didn't do the choice, you didn't do the choice way, you didn't do the mitzvah of an okay, you passed anyway. But as if to say, you see that it's not na'akiv. If you didn't do this rikas adam, you didn't get kapara. Para. But if you didn't do the the uh, the smicha, you know you got a uh, C minus or whatever. You know you passed, but you didn't pass with distinction. So that's one nafkamina. Uh, when we say that everything, the pasuk, the things that uh, that by me luim, Rabbi Yochanan says everything it says there is ma'akev, including smicha. But Rabbi Chanina, who holds that no, the things that are not ma'akev ledoros, things that are not ma'akev later on, are not ma'akev at the miluim. That includes, for example, smicha. Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak offers another explanation. I don't say that they argue, but another thing is tenufikim and the waving. The man number kolakos ben ma'akev and anything that says by the miluim is ma'akev is indispensable. That's ma'akev. Man number davshe enim ma'akev ledoros in ma'akev. The thing, the one who holds Rabbi Chanina, who holds that things that are not ma'akev later on in carbonus down throughout history. That's not ma'akiv. Here it's also not ma'akiv. Also, it's not ma'akiv. So, tnufa would not be waving of the animal, would not be ma'akiv. Waving of parts of the animal would not be ma'akiv. How do we know that later on it's not ma'akiv? The time we see by the Mitzorah, when, his, when he brings his karbonis, we're going to read now the Mishnah tomorrow. The Tani, the Tnufa, Lechaper. It says for waving. For atonement, again, what do you mean? Waving doesn't bring the atonement. The waving doesn't bring the kabar, kabar al badam. The dam, sprinkling of the of the blood, that's what brings atonement. Again, the same thing we saw by smicha. If you consider tenufa just like a, yeah, that's not part of the main mitzvah, and I, you didn't do it. It's as if you didn't get a kapara. You know, you didn't get an A. Still, you got a B or a C. You know, you you passed. You know, you got a you got a less uh, a lesser level. You did get a kapara. You you atoned for your sin, but you didn't do the mitzvah minamufchar. So we have two things so far. There is a nafkamina. You know, what by the miluim things which are uh, not th- things that are not necessarily ma'akav according to or not ma'akav according to Rabbi Chanina. Very simple. The thing we've discussed until now. If you didn't if you didn't uh, isolate for seven days. Would you, would you be, would, would, could he have done it? Could he, was it Ma'akiv? Or was it not? So it's Ma'akiv. Again, by the Meluim, Aaron Cohen had to be in isolation for seven days. And things that are not Ma'akiv later on, it's also Ma'akiv. How do we know that later on, there was only one Meluim, there was only one consecration, there's only one dedication. You can't dedicate it later on. Once it's done, it's done, right? But the question is, well, Doris, like Yom Kippur, how do we know there are going to be many Yom Kippers? How do we know it's a Ma'akiv? Mirikatani, here is interesting. He doesn't, it's not a Pasuk. It's not based on a Pasuk. It's our Mishnah. Mirikatani, our Mishnah says, Matkinim velotani mafrishin. Ezra Shlokish asked Rabbi in a couple of days ago, right? Why do we say in the Mishnah that you separate the Kohen Gadol, you put him in isolation for seven days, and you prepare another Kohen to take his place, a backup? But it doesn't say you put the backup into isolation, indicating that if you need the backup, he didn't have to be isolated. So you see that it's not Ma'akiv, according to Rab Chanina. Right? That it's not Ma'akiv, according to Rab Chanina. According to Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan will say, no, in the Be'ilum, by, at the Miluim, it was Ma'akiv. On Yom Kippur, it's not Ma'akiv. Again, he says, the fact that you learn out Yom Kippur from Miluim doesn't mean in all aspects of it that it's also Ma'akiv if you didn't do any one of these things. Ravina Omar, Ribu Shiva, Meshicha Shiva, Yikimna. Nafkamina is that 
During the seven days of preparation in isolation and quarantine, when at the time Moshe prepared Aaron a coin, etc., uh, and, and for Doris later on, the question is during those seven days, did he have to, at the Miluim, did he have to wear all the eight? The regular coin wears four garments. We'll talk about that and we'll talk about it more. A coin girl wears eight garments, including the head plate, etc. So Ravina says, Rebu Shiva, does he have to wear the eight garments for all seven days? Umashicha, and has to be anointed on his head and, and his eyelids. Does he have to be anointed all seven days? It's Ma'akim. You have to have that all seven days in isolation when Moshe prepared Aaron uh, Cohen. He had to wear the garments, all eight garments for se- for the seven days, and he had to be anointed each of, each of the seven days. The one who was something which is not Ma'akim later on. In generations further down, <coughs> ain't a makva, and it wasn't makav on at the miluim also at the consecration. Lo makva, How do we know ladoris? It's not makav that <coughs> the coin goes in isolation. Doesn't have to wear the garments all eight days. Doesn't have to get, be anointed all eight days. The Tanya, Yom Kippur says v'chipper a coin asher yimshachoso. The coin who would be who you have anointed will atone for the Jews. Fulfilling his hands, what it really means, Rashi says, means wearing, his, wearing the eight garments. Rashi says it about halfway down on the page. So it says, the Kohen will atone for the Jews on Yom Kippur. Who is the Kohen? Asheim Shachoso, who you've anointed, and who will wear these garments. In other words, the Kohen Gadol. Who's the coin girl at that time? He takes the place of his father. So it goes father to son with coin girl. Matamalomer, why does it teach us that? What, what is he teaching in this Pusik? Rashi explains, Matamalomer, if it's coming as that the voters with the coin girl, of course it's the coin girl. The whole parsha of Yom Kippur talks to the coin, Aaron does this, Aaron does that. The whole thing is teaching us, uh, the whole color parsha is speaking by Aaron, Bezos Ayavar Aaron, Bezos Yavar Al Kodesh, Venos Naro, Vehikriv Aaron. It's all talking about Aaron, Ba Aaron. What is he telling me? Vehikriv Aaron. What is that Pusik teaching me? Lefishnem, because the Pusik says in the command, when the Pusik teaches us what he's supposed to do, Says that Shivas Yamim Yilbashem when he has to, when he's supposed to prepare for the milum it says Shivas Yam Yashem he'll wear the garments for seven days Hakohen Tachta Mibanav the Kohen Gadol takes his place Ainli Ella Nisraba Shiva Venimshach Shiv that's only if he wears it sounds like Shivas Yam Yilbashem he's got to wear the garments for all seven days while he's in isolation right Ainli Ella Nisraba Shiva Venimshach Shiv if he was if he was uh, wear, wore all the garments, this means he wore all the garments, not just like a regular coin, all eight, and he was anointed all seven days. So he, was, he, he wore the garments all seven days, all eight garments all seven days, and he was anointed all seven days. What happens if he, he wore the garments all eight days, but he was only, he got, was only anointed one day, or the reverse, he wore the garments all, only one day out of the seven, and he was anointed all seven, and Tom Lomer, that's why this extra Pesach says, As long as he had any Mashiach, even one day, or as long as he had the garments, even one day. It's enough, you know, you don't need the whole thing. You need either, one of them should be all seven days, and one, it's enough if it was one day, either or. That's what this Pesach teaches, because the Pesach is extra. We already know we're speaking about Aaron here. 
What is he teaching us here? To tell you, you know what? It's enough if he got anointed one day, as long as he had the garments seven days, presumably. And it's enough if he had the, gar- if he had the garments one day, if he was anointed all seven days. Okay, so that's what that's how we know that that laosid ladoros it's not necessary, and therefore Rabchanina will say that by the milum it also was not necessary, it was not naakev. Ashken Rabbi Sheva, wait a minute. The pasuk says over here, uh, the pasuk in Shmos when it talks about the command for what he's supposed to do, it says there shivas yomim yol b'shem It talks about the isolation there. It says he'll wear them. When, I, when he's, the, the command for the milum, it says shivas yomim yol b'shem hakohen tachtav Whoever it will be, you know, it has to be the, uh, he has to wear the garments. So there it says, Rebuy Shiva, there it talks about wearing the garments, right? Ashkan Rebuy Shiva Lechatchila, he's supposed to. Meshicha Shiva Lechatchila Menon, where does it talk about that he has to be anointed? The Pusik that talks about the command in Shmos, Shiva Siyom Yobashem HaKohen, that's talking about wearing the garments, doesn't say about Meshicha, since the Pusik has to, exclude that you don't have to have them anointed all seven days. It's mashmud l'chichel. You're supposed to be anointed seven days. Again, you said the pasuk of a chipper coin, Ashayim shechos of Ashayim malas yad is telling you that as long as he had any mashich at all, it's mashmud l'chichel, you're supposed to be all seven. Or you buy same, or if you want, I could say, the Omar Kuro Puskas Vigdia Akoin Asher Lauren Yil Levanav Achrav Lemusram. He's supposed to be anointed in the garments. Ulamali Bar Mesyadam and to wear the garments. Iskish Mashich Halibi. So there's a hekash here between anointing and wearing the garments. Vigdia Akoin Asher Lauren Yil Levanav Ulamali Bar Mesyadam. Again, to wear the garments and and to be anointed in the garments. So there's a hekash between <coughs> between. Uh, being anointed and wearing the garments. My Reba Shiva, just like wearing the garments is all seven days, as the Pusik says, Shiva's Yom Yil B'Shem, the same thing, Ab Meshich also, Shiva Lechet Okay, so this are all, these are all explanations for the things, according to Rebchanina, that are not Ma'akib at the Miluim. It's not Ma'akib at the Miluim if you didn't have all those, all those uh, aspects of it, whether it's the Smicha or the Tanufa uh, or the uh, Isolation, Right or as we said, all the wearing of all the garments for all seven days, or being anointed all seven days. My says by the miluim, anything that it's said in the miluim that you're supposed to do, you had to do them. Otherwise, it wouldn't be you wouldn't have fulfilled it properly. You had to start all over again, presumably. My time in Mandar Makalkasm, what's the reason for Abyokan why he says anything that says by loom is Mach is indispensable? Or maybe it's a Mark says like this. In the command. Back again in Shmos. The command, as we'll see, the command was in Shmos, in the Tetzava. There it talks about what you're supposed to do, right? What you're supposed to do. Uh, in, um, that's in, in, uh, in Shmos Chavtes, right? Is that, right, in Shmos Chavtes, uh, not, it's not in, um, sorry, not in Tetzava. Is it Tetzava? Yeah, it's in Tetzava. I think it's in Tetzava. In Shmos Chavtes and Tetzava, there it talks about the command, what you're supposed to do. In Bayikra, in Shmini, last week's parsha, there we talk about how it was actually done, the actual performance, right? The how the ceremony was done. So he says like this in the pasuk in, in the command it says Vasis Vanov Kacha. This is what you have to do. Kacha Zinikuva. Kacha says so. So it must be. Remember, we had many times like in Kachim, we had when the pasuk repeats itself by Kachim by regular halachas. Tosik tells you once that's good enough, but by Kachim it has to be repeated. Shun all of a of if you remember. The Pusik repeated itself to tell you that it's Makav, it's indispensable. So other Lashonas like Zos or Kacha, other Lashonas are Lashonas of, of, uh, of it must be, it's indispensable. So here it says, Vasisal Arnavanov, this is how you should do Arvanov on the day that you anoint him, on the day that he consecrates in the, the Mishkan, 
Kocha, that's how you have to do it. Kocha iku, kocha is ma'akab. So Hatsing Mar says, Tenach, that's fine. We're on Ahmed base now. That's fine for all the things that are written in the Inyan of Parsha Tzva de Milum. In the Parsha of Tetzava, it talks about the things that you're supposed to do, the commands. What are you supposed to do with the Milum? So all the things that are mentioned there, and it says, Kocha, fine. So we understand those are ma'akab. Ba'inyana. What about things that are not mentioned specifically in the command in Tetzava, but were performed when the ceremony was actually done, as described in Shmini, in Vayikra? For example, and Rashi tells us, for example, uh, putting the uh, the choshen, pouring the urim v'tumim in the choshen when he when he uh, when he wore them, and in, 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 it's not written that in there in, in Shmos in Shmos and Tetzav, it doesn't say that specifically, but yet in Sav in Parshas Sav. Sav and Shmini, Parsha Sav, it says, uh, Asiyas Milum, when it says about doing the Milum, not in Shmini, in, in Sav, when it says that two weeks ago. Um, you know, where, do we, where do we know that from? More than two weeks ago. It was before Pesach, right? <laughs> anyway, but Parsha Sav, I mean, how do we know those things are also indispensable? It's like Yolof Pesach, Pesach. Oh, there's Xavier Shava between Pesach, where it talks about in Tetzava, and the and the Pesach Olamoi that it talks about in Sav. There's a Hekish it says it says uh, Aaron will do this Pesach Olamoi Pesach Olamoi. It says Exer Shava. So whatever says in one parsha applies to the other. So that even though in 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 Vayikra it doesn't mention Kacha, but since there's a Hekish there's Exer Shava between the ceremony itself performed in Vayikra and the command to do the ceremony in, in uh, Shmos, and in Shmos it says kacha, so therefore it applies also to what's written in, at, the, at the performance of the ceremony in, in, uh, in the Sefer Vayikra. Or Mashar Shomar, no, even in the Sefer Vayikra itself, in, uh, uh, it says, Ushmartem es mishmeres Hashem, and you should guard the charge of God. In other words, in here, in the Parsha Siyasunami, it, it says there, you should perform this. In, in Vayikra Perekhes, in Sav, it also says, you should perform this. It says, Ushmartem Ushmeres Hashem. And you should guard the charge of God. That's also in Ikuva. That's also saying that's indispensable. It's you have to do it B'chal Kosov. And therefore, you, even without the Gzei Roshav of Pesach, Pesach, even in the, uh, you're, you're asking about uh, the, the things that it says, what about the items that you have to do that are mentioned in, in Vayikra and are not mentioned in the command in, in Shmos? The answer is, in, both in the command in Shmos, where it says Kacha, and in the performance of the command, in the ceremony, when they did the ceremony in Vayikra, there's a Lashon of Ikuva there too that's indispensable. So Shmaj Mishrasem is also Ikuva. Ravashi Omar, Ravashi says also in, in Vayikra, it says, besides the Shmaj he says, it says, Kichain Suvesi. So Moshe told them, so I was commanded. This pasuk is um, this pasuk is is in pasuk lamet hey parakhesed pesach olmoi teshvi yom v'laishiv v'sham u'shmart all these words are in the same pasuk by the way pasuk lamet hey in parakhes of of vayikra and sav it says u pesach olmoi teshvi yom v'laishiv and that's the pesach olmoi the gzeir shava. 
Shiva said, Mushmart to Mishash, and that's the Ikuva according to according to Mesharshia. That's what Ravashi says. So I've been commanded, that extra is saying, This is Ma'akiv. Okay, that's Ma'akiv. So I've been commanded, that's how you have to do it. So therefore there's a there's a Lashon of Ikuva of indispensability, both in the command and in the uh, and in the performance and the ceremony, and therefore all these things. That's where Abelkman says that everything that says in the parsha of Miluim, both in the command and in the ceremony, is indispensable. Now, the Gemara says, since you mentioned this business of Kichen Suvesi, there are other Lashonas of Kichen Suvesi in, uh, in Vayikra. This is already in Shmini. This is in, in uh, last week's parsha of Shmini. That's why I got confused. The, the Miluim is there, but here, this is a different thing. On the day when, after you perform, the, when they, it's still with the Miluim, but when they did the Miluim, Aaron and his sons were there. We know Narav and Aviyu were, uh, were killed. And it says there, Moshe told them, Kichen Suvesi. This is in Perik Yud, Posik Yud Gimel. And, uh, and uh, Moshe told them, uh, after Narav and Aviyu died, it says, Because you mentioned Kichen Suvesi from Perik So he mentions also, let's darshan this Kichen Suvesi. Tonarbonin, Kichen Suvesi. Right, so I've been commanded. That's what Moshe told Aaron and his boys. Kasher Tzivesi is also written in that post. This is by the Sa'ir of Rosh Chodesh that they had to bring. There were three Se'irim, three animals, three goats that were brought that day. Uh, it, was at, it was after the, Milu, at the time of the Miluim, but this was for the carbon of Rosh Chodesh on the eighth day, Vayibel Mashmini. <coughs> and, and, and Moshe used the Lushan of Tziva three times. Does so I've been commanded when it came to the Sarah and he, there Moshe, the famous Gemara we've had this several places Moshe said why did you burn it you, you didn't take it into the uh, Mishkan did you by mistake you didn't take the dam into the Mishkan in which case you have to burn a carbon chatos it's a chatos why did why did you burn it you're supposed to eat it kasher Hashem. That's another Pusik says when he told him to eat the Shoka Truma Chaziat Nufa, he was supposed to eat this Kasha Sivashem. So the Gemara asked here, what do we need all these King Suvesi? Everything that Moshe told him was from God. I've been so I've been commanded. God told him everything. So why did Moshe have to add on here? Kichain Suvesi, Kasher Tsivesi, Kasher Sivashem. So the first one, Kichain Sivesi, is Baaninus. They're telling this. Normally, a coin who is an onain, don't forget, not a, um, Elazar and Itamar were owning him, as was Aaron a coin, but Aaron a coin was a coin gadol. Now, an onain is not allowed to eat a carbon. You learn how to carve a chomer from meiser. Right? You're not allowed to eat meiser. Kolshkin, you can't eat kachim, which is holier. But, but, so, except for, except for, uh, right, coin's not allowed to eat it, but, uh, and, uh, in this case, it was a special one-off, a special deal on the, at the Miluim that Moshe told them, Baninus, even though they're owning him, Allah's already told them owning him because they lost their brother. Uh, they lost their brother's not of an avihu. Uh, still, I told them it's a special halacha today is the consecration, and you have to uh, eat it even Baninus. That's Kichin Suvesi. In other words, even though you think you're not supposed to, I'm telling you, it's a special halacha. God told me that here they're supposed to eat him. Kichin Suvesi, Baninus Yochlem. Kasher Tzivesi. What about the Pesach Kasher Tzivesi when he talked about Hemel Vestama? That's talked about Bishas Maisa. What happened was, what's the Shas Maisa? Moshe came and he told him, you're supposed to eat today. Don't worry, you're a no-name. But they didn't eat the Sarvash Chodesh. That they burnt. Why? Because they couldn't eat it. They were all owning them. They weren't allowed to eat it. So, uh, so, 
uh, I, I, they were allowed to eat the other things. Yes, the other things were one were one off special deals because that was a uh, that was the special consecration. But the sar of Rosh was not necessarily part of the consecration. That was just a regular carbon that they were supposed to bring. Why do you bring the sar Rosh to be mechaper for certain sins, right? Mechaper for tumas mitzvah If somebody went into the base of while they were tummy and didn't know about it, uh, so it's mechaper for them. Shavuos talks about that. So on that, there was no exception that they were that they were allowed to eat at that day. They were supposed to burn. Moshe made a mistake. Moshe came to me and says, "Hey, what did you burn this for?" Uh, didn't I tell you you're supposed to eat it? That's what happened, Moshe. I was commanded, but it turned out Moshe made a mistake. Moshe was only, the special commandment was only for special uh, karbaras that were supposed to be brought that day. Moshe Tabadover. Rashi, right before the lines get real wide, Rashi says, Moshe Tabadover, Shalom Nemerlo Ele Mincha, the special mincha of the consecration of Achaz of Ashok, Vesar Shmini, Uvesar Nachshon, Shahayu Kodshe Shah, the very beginning of the widest lines. Those were special one-time one deals. There, they were allowed to eat it even though they were Oninim, even though they were, they were in an Avelus. Avel Sarvish Chodesh, which is Kachi Doros, it wasn't for the, that was just, that was like the, the first day that they brought it, but it was just the regular Sarvish Chodesh that they would b- continue to bring every Rosh Chodesh. Lo Hutter Laonem. They only burned the Rishchodesh one. That's what he said to, to carry the sin. So therefore, Moshe made this mistake, but when he told them that, he thought that's what they would do. When he saw that they burnt it, he says, what'd you burn it for? You didn't, was it puzzled? Did it go into the base of Migdash? Which, if, if the Dam of Achatos goes into the Chochatos, Ashayuva, Midoma, El you're supposed to burn. That's puzzled. But was this puzzled? No, they burned it because nobody could eat it. They were the only Kohanim, right? There were no other Kohanim then. And they were in Anina, so there was nothing you could do. You had to burn it. You couldn't eat it. And that's what happened. And they were correct. Moshe made a mistake in that, in that case. But Moshe said, And the Apostle, in talking about the Shoka Truma, that they were supposed to eat, even though they're only, he says, don't think I'm making this up on my own. That's why I told him, even though that a little bit harder to understand that one, but the point over here was is that here we're talking about a special case. Why did it say because this was a special case that they were supposed to eat the Karbanos, not the Sarvash Chodesh, but the other ones they were supposed to eat despite the fact that they were in Avelos. When it talks about that the uh, clothing that they wore, that the the part of the clothing of the coin coinum was the, the the pants, the breeches, the short pants that they wore. It's not written in the parsha that they that he dressed them in the pants that they were supposed to. It didn't say uh, put on the pants or they were wearing the pants in Vayikra. Kshuama the pasuk says Vezadavar again. It, it's Tzavar says Vezadavar Shatasal and this is what you should do for them. Lakadosh is to sanctify the Moshe. This was a commandment to Moshe. This is what you have to do to Aaron and his sons to sanctify them. Lakoin Lahavi Mechnasai. That includes Vezadavar Shatasal and Lakadosh some. That includes Lahavi Mechnasayim Vasiris Eifa. And the commandment also that they're supposed to bring the consecration offering. The Kohen Gadol brought this every day of his life. And a, Kohen, a regular Kohen did it the, the first day that he served. The first day he brings a special uh, uh, a Hanukkah uh, offering, a Surah Saifa that he brings. Uh, the coin, again, the coin, a regular Kohen brings it once, and a Kohen Gadol brings it every day. So Bishlam Mechna Sayim. So this Pasuk of Zadav teaches us 
that you're all supposed to put their pants on, may, put, may dress them in these pants, and also their serious ofalah. So the clothes talks about there it talks about these are you have to make one of those goes where does it talk about the where does it talk about the that tells you're supposed to do it that now you're going to do it so here it talks about the consecration offering of Asirus so therefore even though in, in Shmos where the commands were given for all these things, there is no command for the Asir Saifa, but it says over there, Zehadovar in Shmos, and when they actually did brought the consecration offering, the dedication offering, when they started their first day, it says there, Zeh, Karban Aaron, Ovan of Hashem, Aaron and his kids bring it, Aaron brings it every day, regular Kohanim bring it just when they start working, the first day of their service, so we say the Zerashav of Zezeh teaches us that in Shmos, when it says Zehadovar, that also includes the command to do the Asir Seif. And as you need a command and the actual performance later on. How do we know that even reading the Parsh of them was also part? Part of the Avoda of the Miluim was not just all these various things, the Smich and the Tnufa and the isolation and all these various things that were Samakim, but even reading the Parsh itself, Moshe said, said to the assembly of the Jews, These are the words that God commanded. Even the words themselves are ma'akim. They also have to be read. So now the Gemara says, well, we're talking about the clothing. You mentioned the clothes. You mentioned the clothing. You mentioned the, the uh, pants. How did Moshe dress them? What kind of question is, how did he dress them? He dressed them. What are you asking how he dressed them? I mean, he dressed them. He put the clothes on them, right? Says he wore them. He put the clothes on as the allocates of Mabish and love, maybe mean how we, how is he going to dress in Lust Love when the base of English will be reinstituted? So Lust Love Namikshiv, oh Aaron when Aaron comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, Imoim, when he comes along with them, when, when Moshe and, and Aaron comes to Moshe Ibaim, the Yomer, he'll tell us, he'll show us uh, how to do it. What's what's the issue? He dressed them. What's what's the issue over here? You're asking about a Misa, how did he dress them? No, Digmar doesn't mean that. There's a there's a seeming stira. There's a seeming contradiction in the way the clothing were supposed to be placed on Aaron and his sons. And that's what we're trying to figure. We're not talking how did he dress them. You know, how did he, did he, put, his, did he put their, you know, the, 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 the right leg in first, the left leg in first. He's not talking about that. We're talking about, it seems to be a steer in the order of the dressing. The, the sons of Rav Chia and Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan argued often with Rav Chia's sons, there's a machlokas One says that first Aaron was dressed, and then his sons. He first dressed Aaron, then his sons, which seemed obvious. The pasuk seems to say it that way, right? No, they were all dressed simultaneously. Okay, so forget about the physics of how can you can dress five people because we're talking about Aaron and his four sons, right? None of them hadn't died yet. Um, how did he dress five people simultaneously? How can one person dress five people simultaneously? So we'll talk about that. It doesn't mean literally simultaneously, but the question is, did, did, he, did he dress them all at the same time, or did he dress Aaron first and then his sons? Now, what do we mean that? Omar Abayat. Bixonis, with the shirt, umitznefes, and the, and the, uh, the hat. Everybody agrees, first Aaron, then his sons. First Aaron put, got the rest of the clothes. When he means Mestephes, it means the other clothes, other than the belt. Other than the belt, everybody agrees that first Aaron is dressed and then his sons. All right, the Bein B'tzavah, both in the commandment in, in uh, Shmos, Ubein Basia, and in the fulfillment of the commandment and the ceremony itself in Vayikra, 
Aaron Karim. Aaron is mentioned first. Everybody agrees you're supposed to first dress Aaron, who was more Choshmi. He was the Kohen Gadol and the father. Right? First him, and then the other ones. Keep Pligi Ba'avim. We're talking about the belt. How one was the belt put on? Mandomar Aaron, Be'achachmon, of the one who says that first Aaron and then his sons. The Chsiv, the Posik says in Shmos, Bayachkor Oso Ba'avne. No, I'm sorry. Not in Shmos. In Vayikra. In Vayikra. It says in Vayikra, Perakhes, it says like this. Posik uh, Vav says, Vayachkor Oso Ba'avneit. Right? I'm reading it correctly. Vayachkor Oso Ba'avneit. The Horak Siv. And then in Posik Yigimu, it says, Vayachkor Osom Ba'avneit. Now, five Sukkim later. Uh, or, right? What did I say? Uh, seven, 13, six Sukkim later. In Posik Zion, in Perakhes, Vayikra, in Sav, it says, that's Aaron. And then when it talks about the other, the sons, So the one who says Aaron, we're talking about the belt now. Everybody agrees with the other clothes. First Aaron put they put Aaron's clothes on, then Moshe put on the clothes on the other on the on the boys. Right? But the question is the Avnate. The one who says first Aaron, because it says one plus later on when he dressed the sons, it says That seems very straightforward. The one who says Aaron was the of the Pasik in Shmos, when it talks about the command, it says, Vihagarta Osam Ba'avnait. Vihagarta Osam Avnait, rather not Bavnait, Vihagarta Osam Avnait, Aaronovanov. That's what the Pasik says. You put them on sons like they're all simultaneous. You put them all at the same time. So the Gemara says. Mean it, Zigmar says, well, Aaronovanov. In other words, what does that really what does that really mean at the same time? Meaning, you dressed Aaron the other clothes first, you didn't put the belt on, then you put the other clothes on his sons, and then you put the belt on all of them. Uh, uh, first Aaron, then the others, then then the then the son, then the sons. But the point is, you didn't dress Aaron fully with his belt, and then you started dressing the sons. Everybody agrees that the other that uh, that the, the rest of the garments were put on Aaron first. The, and then later on, the garments were put on the sons. They weren't all simultaneous. The question is, the, uh, the, is what about the belt? So again, the one who says that Aaron first, and then the other one says, okay, by he got his belt on originally, maybe when, not only, maybe when he got the other clothes. And later on, when you put the other clothes on the sons, then you put their belt on. The one who says, no, they all got the belt at the same time, that means that even though Aaron was dressed with the other clothes first, before the sons got dressed with their clothes, but the belt, they waited with the belt. First he put on all the other clothes, then he put on the clothes on the kids, then they put the belt on all of them. Okay, so what's, how, do you, how do you get a darshan of psukim now each way? Lamanda, Omar Aaron of Basachas, so if you say at the same time, it says, in Vayikra it says, first his, as I said, Pasuk Zion says you put the belt on Aaron, and then later on when they dress the sons, when he dressed the sons, it says, you put the belt on them, on, on them. So how can you say they were all at the same time? The truth is they were dressed at the same time. When he says, it, when the two psukim are separate in Zion and in Yud Gimel, telling you, that's to teach me that the avnate of the coin Gadol, his belt, there were different belts. The belt of the coin Gadol was made out of Kalayim, was made out of Shatnas, etc. So it was made out of uh, out of uh, shotnas, whereas the regular coins were simply made out of uh, linen. Was made out of bus, Was made out of linen. Didn't have shotnas in it. So that's that's why he says vayachkor osoavne. Our owns was a special belt, and theirs was a different belt. It wasn't the same belt. That's why he tells me. He said they really all got the belt at the same time. They first again. Aaron first had his clothes. 
the rest of the clothes. Then the kids had their clothes. Then when he put the belts on, he put them all on the same time for Aaron, and then he put all the belts on at the same time. However, why did the Pusik say that Aaron had a belt in Pusik Zion, and then later on in Pusik Gimel, they put their belt? To show you that it wasn't the same belt. Aaron's was made out of shotness, and the Kohen's was not. That's his shita. What about if you, if you say that they were dressed not at the same time? First, Aaron got all his clothes, including the belt. Then later on, the children got their belt, got all their clothes, including the belt. You put them all on the Pusik in, in Shmos. It talks about the command. Put them all, put the clothes, put the belt on all of them. Aaron Uvanov, some Avne, Aaron Uvanov. How does he? What is he? How do you explain that pasuk? That one holds that sheet. We don't know if it's Bnei Rivchi or Yochanan. He holds no. It's the same belt. There was no separate belt. Even the the belt of the of the coin head yoke also uh, were made out of climb. They were all made out of climb. That's the belt. But the belt was made out of climb according to that sheet. Even though the coin head yoke's belt was the same belt of the coin gadol. Therefore, that's why it says that they got the same kind of belt. They wore the same kind of belt, except they were they were dressed at different times. And that's how you do it. So why does it say In other words, one who says that they were first, first Aaron you dressed him totally, and then you dressed his sons totally. That's why it says But in the Pusik in, in Shmos, when it says all of them, armor and above all at the same, that's to simply tell you that they wore the same kind of belt, not that they were dressed at the same time. So the Gemara just asks, Can you get dressed all? How could how could Moshe have dressed five people simultaneously? It can't be. It's impossible physically. So it just means that Aaron was first. It doesn't mean to say that, he doesn't mean to say that, um, that uh, that uh, they were all physically simultaneously. He dressed Aaron first, and then he dressed each of the sons. But he means to say what is what is so what does bas achas means? Everybody agrees that he, that he dressed Aaron um, um, before he dressed the kids. But bas achas meant he meant to say that they they all got the belt at the same time. Meaning, like I said before, the Aaron got all his clothes first, besides the belt. Then he dressed the kids without the without the belt. Then when they put on the belts, he did Aaron before he did the other ones. But the belts went on simultaneously, as opposed to the one who said that Aaron first got all his clothes, including the belt, and later on the kids got all their clothes, including the belt. So that's the machlokus over here, was the belt put on at the end after everybody got their clothes. Simultaneous means Aaron first and then the kids. Or was everything done, Aaron got all his clothes, including the belt, and then later on the sons, including their belt. All right, tomorrow's daf is daf vav. We'll, uh, that'll be on the podcast. And Amit Hashem will pick it up on Sunday uh, from the top of daf Zion, like the second line there starts on Mishashim and We'll pick it up from there. Have a good Shabbos, everybody. Kol Tuf.